1: Hello, and welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, and today's episode is, is, is I think, going to be one of those shorter ones, uh, and the reason for that is I wasn't really planning on doing an episode right now uh, at all, but I'm working from home, as I do every motherfucking day, because every motherfucking day is the motherfucking same. Um... <clears throat> And someone uh, sent me an article about something that blew my mind so much to the point that I had to come here and do this right now. Um, I talk a lot about uh, how young people are fucking stupid. And I talk a lot about TikTok and the way people behave on social media. Um, and this sort of cross touches on covers both of those bases, I guess you could say. Um, so what I've, I, I don't really know how to, how to, how to create an entry point to even talking about this because it's so weird to me. Um, but apparently it has been brought to my attention that tiktokers that scourge of society tiktokers um are well, let me just read let me just read let me just read this this is on wired the headline is we asked tiktokers why they're pretending to be Holocaust victims. Hey, Wired, I think you're onto something there. I think asking that, asking them that is, is good. The headline doesn't get at is, or what it kind of skips over, is that they are pretending to be Holocaust victims. The sub-headline is this. TikTok users are applying makeup to make themselves look emaciated. And acting out scenes where they play Holocaust victims arriving in heaven. Can I just tell you right off the bat what is unbelievably fucking stupid about that? I mean, there are—I'm going to get into all of the fucking things that are stupid about that. But even that headline—I watched a couple of these, uh, and and one of them explicitly, explicitly, is is is. Uh, Someone who was killed in a holocaust in, in a in a concentration camp, going to heaven with this really uh, uh, shitty makeup on that makes them look emaciated and and uh, malnourished and abused. I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying that, but it's true. Um, and while I'm watching that, I'm thinking Jews don't even believe in heaven. You couldn't even do that much of... I mean, I, I, what I can tell you before I even read the article to you is that th- they're claiming that they're doing it to spread awareness. But how little... How, uh, the amount of research that you didn't do to, quote, spread awareness of the Holocaust is mind-boggling. But that's just really one layer. Let me, let me read this. Or at least a little bit. It's a long article. It's fucking unbelievable. Creators on TikTok are pretending to be Holocaust victims in heaven, donning makeup that simulates burns, scrapes, and starvation. The short videos, bizarrely often using Bruno Mars's Locked Out of Heaven as background music, always mention Auschwitz concentration camp and regurgitate popular representations of the persecution of Jewish people in Nazi Germany. The videos have thousands of views, and some have more than 100,000 likes. You're all fucked up. You're all really fucked up. The trend is a part of a larger TikTok genre of point of view videos on the app where creators simulate a situation for the viewer to get views and go viral. You know, if ever there was a good thing to exploit to get views and go viral, I've always thought it was the Holocaust. It's just they they go together. Though the tone of most of these videos is not humorous, the depi- oh, 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 yeah? The depiction of dead Holocaust victims shocked some Jewish TikTok users this week. Yeah, no shit it did, because it's fucking offensive. You fucking idiot kids. The trend was documented in a Twitter thread this week by Ashkenazi Jew Brianna, 19, based in Los Angeles, who lost family in the Holocaust. Quote, Most creators are doing these videos to hop on a trend so they can get likes and exposure, but they are ill-informed and woefully ignorant. These kinds of trends are so normalized these days, there's also a level of shock value content, which I think is outdated and in bad taste. Yeah! This shock value further desensitizes viewers to this type of behavior and normalizes this type of harmful content. Yes, and yes, and yes. Correct, Brianna. The videos might be a misguided attempt at educational content about the Holocaust. Another creator, Michaela, 15 from Florida, says she made her video to, quote, spread awareness of the Holocaust and to share her ancestors' story with the the genocide. Hey, 15-year-old, be 15. Quote, I'm very motivated and captivated by the Holocaust and the history of World War II, she says. I have ancestors who are in concentration camps and have actually met a few survivors from Auschwitz camp. I wanted to spread awareness and share out to everyone the reality behind the camps by sharing my Jewish grandmother's story. This isn't the first time that quote, raising awareness or claiming to be producing educational content has been used to justify potentially disturbing or violent content that may be upsetting to some users. A similar trend on the topic of domestic abuse, where creators pretended to be battered women or abusive boyfriends, was reported on in April of this year, with identical reasoning behind their creation. But TikTok's short clips will always fail to give space to the complexity of such issues or honor the victims adequately. Brianna, who watches a lot of Jewish content on the app and suspects this is why she came across this disturbing trend says this kind of post borders on, quote, trauma porn and how society is generally desensitized to tragic histories. Quote, people need to be properly taught about the Holocaust, not make it into a disgusting trend, she says. Our obsession with trauma porn when discussing tragic histories has only motivated a desire to dramatize these narratives. It can be very triggering for people who have family that either survived or was lost in the war. For some of the creators who posted these videos, the problem is not the the depiction of the issue, but who is creating and posting it. Taylor Hillman, 21, a deaf Jewish creator who posted her own version of the trend, says many TikTokers create this content thoughtlessly to try and go viral. And what are you doing? You're not trying to go viral? Quote, I personally feel like in the context of the Holocaust, videos about it should be carefully thought out, she says. There are many young creators who range from about 12 to 16 that use the Holocaust trope for fame. They know it will get views and make them more popular, but most of the time they are not Jewish, and it feels as though they are mocking the actual victims of the Holocaust. Yeah, it does! I mean, this, the article fucking goes on. Fuck are you doing, people? Don't do that. I w- just watched some of them. It's f- the most fucking cringeworthy and, dare I say, offensive fucking thing. <clears throat> fucking believable. Hey, everybody, delete TikTok. Thanks. Hey, everybody, China's stealing all your fucking information. Thanks. Stop doing Holocaust porn shit, trauma porn about the Holocaust. And delete TikTok. TikTok. Thanks. Something else, uh, I mean, kind of social media related, I guess. Um, I was reading about this fucking Bella Thorne thing. She signed up for an OnlyFans, uh, according to her, to uh, uh, research for a role or something like that. And people who make a living off of OnlyFans, as in not Bella Thorne, who is a millionaire many times over, for other things... Got mad at her. They got mad at her because... At first I read it and I was like, wow, that's so fucking annoying that people got mad at her because it was like, we are real sex workers and we are out here every day and you're, out, you're coming and taking money away from us when you don't need it. I thought that was annoying because OnlyFans isn't for sex workers. OnlyFans is for people to connect with their fans and interact for whatever price they agree on and exchange things for whatever thing, for whatever price they agree on. Now, that has turned into a place that is essentially a, a one-to-one porn site. Fans go to the uh, person that they are a fan of and negotiate some kind of price on top of like a monthly subscription to their OnlyFans page or content, whatever. They also have like sidebar discussions and make deals for um, videos or memorabilia or whatever the fuck. Unsurprisingly, that has turned into basically I'll give you a hundred dollars for a new picture or some shit like that. And that's largely what it's used for. It's 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 kind of known and thrown around as sort of like it's it's almost made fun of now as uh, a porn adjacent thing, which I actually think is bullshit. I think people that make fun of it and people who 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 uh, have signed up for OnlyFans, I think that that's kind of bullshit. Because look, the 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 the, the bottom line is that if if I could make money. If I could make money by signing up for OnlyFans and just selling, like, pictures of myself and of my dick. And and, and it was potentially lucrative. I don't know if I would do it. But I, but I would do it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not sure because it's not realistic. Because it's not true that I could make money off of that. So I don't know that I would do that. But I would do that. So any fucking asshole, obviously, it's per, it's it's usually women who sign up for OnlyFans, and then uh, 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 usually men who make fun of women for signing up for OnlyFans. But fuck all that. Everyone is hurting right now. It's hard to make money for everyone, except maybe Bella Thorne, who I'll get to in back to in a minute. But if you're fucking hard up. And there are people out there who would pay to see you naked? Hey, do that. Do that and do that and do that over and over again. (sighs) So yeah, for everybody out there who's actually signing up for OnlyFans or thinking about signing up for OnlyFans, you got my vote of support. Fuck it. Who fucking cares? There's basically pictures of everybody naked online. Anyway, there's pictures of me naked online. As we've discussed, there's also pictures of me naked in Playgirl. Thank you. Thank you, my crowning achievement. Thank you. Um. So yeah, fuck all the OnlyFans haters, okay? But... Here's another situation. The, the the Bella Thorne thing. At first, I thought that was the only gripe. That she's taking money away from other people. Which is like, I, I don't know. That kind of felt like bullshit to me. Like, she's just also making money. The thing is, she made a million dollars in a day or something. And that made people, obviously, resentful. But just because you're resentful of someone else being able to make a million dollars a day and you can only make a day, whatever, which is a lot, by the way, doesn't mean that you get to fucking curb Bella from doing it too. Whatever. Everybody, everybody do it. Everybody, everybody should make an OnlyFans account and sell pictures of themselves naked, including Bella Thorne. Okay. Including me. Um, but the thing that fucked the thing that she did do that was fucked up, which I had to dig a little deeper to find out, which is extremely annoying, is she didn't um exactly give the people who paid her for whatever she was offering. I think it was like she was offering a nude picture or a nude video or something. It wasn't exactly what she had said it was gonna be. I don't know what that means, but it was like Either not fully nude or something like that. Or just not exactly as advertised. And then there was such a backlash from the people who paid for that shit. That OnlyFans changed its terms of service. Now payment, which used to come from the the time of the transaction. it, It formerly took seven days to go into the account of the person who is selling the stuff. From 7 days to now 30 days. Because there was such a backlash. So Bella Thorne basically fucked up OnlyFans for everyone. Because she was selling shit that was falsely advertised. So now the people on OnlyFans actually do have a gripe. Fuck you for that, Bella. Bella. If you're going to go on OnlyFans and say, I'm selling you a picture of my butthole. I'm not saying she did this, but just for example. Hypothetical. Oh, hypothetical. If you go on there as, as a performer, and you say, Hey guys, selling a picture of my butthole. 10 bucks. And then 100 people pay you that 10 bucks, and you send a picture of... Like, the top of where your butt cheeks spread, which is adjacent to your butthole, but not actually your butthole, that's fucked up. I think we can all agree on that. That's not your butthole. You said you were going to send a picture of your butthole. People paid to see a picture of your butthole, and you're really just sending a picture of the area right above your butthole, which is in your butt crack, but not actually your butthole. That would be bullshit. And the true gripe of the, of, the, of the sex workers who were upset on OnlyFans was that you shouldn't have changed the terms of service. You should kick people off who falsely advertise. That I fucking agree with. I stand in solidarity with sex workers on this. Come on, Bella. Stop fucking it up for people. All this made me look up celebrities who are now um, starting OnlyFans accounts. Because as I was saying, alluding to before, all of this fucked up everybody. This whole pandemic, quarantine, economy throttling fucked everybody up. And everybody's hurting. Again, except Bella Thorne. She didn't need to do that. Whatever, though. If she wants to do that, I don't care. you know. Because some people are just losing their minds due to boredom. But most people are losing their minds because they're stressed out. Stressed out about money. Stressed out about health. Stressed out about going back to school. Stressed out about going back to work. And on and on and on and on. And OnlyFans, for some people, is an easy way to make money. And they want to do that, so they should do that. Everybody needs to chill. Because you look at the comment section on these articles that are talking about, quote, celebrities who are now uh, resorting to OnlyFans for income. And the comments are like, I'm not going to repeat it, but they're shitty. Fuck you for being shitty about that. The fuck does it have to do with you? Don't like it, don't look at it. <sighs> um Yeah Uh, everybody really is though actually losing their minds and i don't just mean because uh and it's not just manifesting in uh the obvious ways i was I, i it's hard for me to do but i was i've been reading about the uh Police brutality, uh, the the shooting and murder, or not murder, he's not dead, he's paralyzed from the waist down, of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin. Um, and then the protests, and then the riots, and then the, uh, the true dark side of all of it, the whole fucking Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Kyle Rittenhouse is the guy, the kid... 17-year-old, who uh, I mentioned when it happened a few days, maybe a week ago, who saw what was going on, got alerted to the uh, a militia being formed on Facebook to go defend Kenosha businesses from being looted and burnt. By the way, all of which... Much of which I would imagine is fallout from people losing their fucking minds from the pandemic and the quarantine. People just losing their shit. A fucking militia group? Hey, Kyle Rittenhouse, you're fucking 17, dude. And you don't live in Wisconsin. What do you give a fuck about like uh, the barber shop in Kenosha? You want to go defend it? You want to go get your gun and go and bring it and defend it? No, you don't. You want to use your fucking gun. This is the thing. This this whole thing became so fucking politicized so quickly. But this is one instance where the politicization of it is is actually mind-boggling. Like politicizing masks makes more sense to me than politicizing this particular incident. Because no matter which way you fucking cut it... No one could possibly explain to me... Why a 17 year old kid... From out of state... Comes to town... With a gun... That is, the, that is the fucking shittiest, stupidest premise for activity. So anyone who's like, I don't know, if you watch the video, it looks like it might be self-defense. I'm not even going there with you. I'm not going there to that part of the argument. Because why the fuck is he there to begin with? Also, the video that we see where he's running away from of some from some of the protesters, he had already shot someone. He had already shot someone by then. And even the president was like, if you look at that video, fucking orange, five-year-old orange Beavis. He's like, if you look at that video it looks like it was self-defense because he would have been killed. Why the fuck's he there? Why the fuck is he there? If there's a fight that's not yours and you show up to it with a gun... Whatever happens to you, as in, if people are trying to get the fuck rid of you, if you happen to fucking accidentally pull the trigger, all of it is your fault. You don't do that as a 17-year-old because you want to protect property. You do that because you want to shoot your fucking gun. And even if I'm wrong about that presupposition, even if there is some other reason that I don't know about, that he knows in his heart that he went to Wisconsin for, that reason is a bad reason. So any argument in defense of Kyle Rittenhouse is a fucking non-starter. And moreover, just from like a broader perspective about all of this. One thing that the RNC and Trump since the RNC and the whole Trump campaign since the RNC has been hammering this point home, not just sort of like, uh, as I mentioned before, Trump kind of defended Kyle Rittenhouse, or at least opened him up to uh, more consideration of understanding than he deserves. The big, big line from the whole campaign and candidate himself is, what you're seeing in Wisconsin what you saw in Minneapolis what you saw in Seattle that is what America will look like if Joe Biden is president that is the whole that is the whole message right now it's law and order and if Joe Biden's elected the things that are happening in places like Wisconsin Illinois Washington California, some places, America's going to look like that. And Trump himself is the antidote. Trump himself is the guardrail against that, is what he claims. But I, I nothing, honestly, nothing confuses me more than that. And here's the reason. It's a very simple, straightforward reason. It's happening now. And this is Donald Trump's America. It's literally happening right now. Under Donald Trump's watch and his whole campaign, his whole main message right now is that if you elect Joe Biden... America will look the way it looks now. So basically what he's saying is, if you elect Joe Biden, America will look the way it looks now. And the way it looks now, it looks this way while I'm president. That is the most fucking political gaslighting I've ever heard. And if that fucking works, if that line works, Of thinking if that campaign rally, if that fucking rallying cry works. And Donald Trump wins based on, in part because of that. Then he is the president we deserve because we are fucking idiots. For all of you people looking out at the fucking protesting. That you think are getting out of hand or whatever. That is happening under Donald Trump's watch. And it is not getting better. It is getting worse. Because of Donald Trump. Don't be fucking gaslit. Sorry, I'm hot as hell. I need to take a fucking sip of my Perrier. But yeah, don't be fucking ass by that. I would go further than that to, to even say that Donald Trump isn't the antidote to that shit, the, the things happening in the streets right now. He's more than anything else. He is the reason for that. Everybody lost their fucking mind this summer. He exacerbated it. Everyone lost their mind this summer, and that was teed up by him. And made worse by him. If you think he's the antidote for the very things he helped create, then you need a new brain. And I can't help you with that. I don't know how to get a new brain. I don't know what you should do in your attempts to acquire or procure a new brain. It is hard to get a new brain. But you need one. All right, I said this was going to be a short episode, um, and it is. Uh, I think maybe I'll we'll just play some, uh, some right-wing watch shit for you guys before I go. Just to show you examples of the kinds of broken brains, bad brains, people in need of new brains that I was mentioning before. Here we go. Here's a good one. Trump-loving evangelist Lance Walnow, who I've actually discussed on the show before, warns that Black Lives Matter is engaged in witchcraft and the, quote, summoning of demons through a ritual of incantation. Okay, here we go. This would be good.
0: At the core, when they have the ritual incantation of, you know, repeating names and, and say my name and that that it actually is rooted in a a form of mysticism, which is spirit summoning of the ancestral dead. So what you have is a form of spiritism, which is really witchcraft, which is woven into the foundation of the summoning of the ancestors spiritually, uh, which is summoning the dead. This is the theology that is woven into the roots of uh, BLM. So that when you see, The uh, in front of Trump Towers or when you see a whole boulevard in Washington, this is almost like a Babylonian siege engine that's being set up by uh, what I believe is a uh, spiritism uh, spirit that is working in the
1: rage of the mobs. A spiritism spirit. You know, I wasn't with you, Lance, until you got you got me on that one. It could very well be spiritism spirit.
0: And causing this, we say demonic almost as though we don't have a definition, but it means the summoning of demons through a ritual and
1: incantation. I always love the people who they're talking to because it's usually like conversational, you know, when the clips are kind of pulled out of, out of bigger conversations. And I love when someone like that, like Lance just now, he says like the most demented batshit crazy thing ever. And after like one minute there's some guy in like a cargo fishing vest who's just like, yeah. That's my favorite part of these videos. Yeah. So that's the kind of broken brain fuckers that actually think Donald Trump is the antidote. Oh, here's another one. So-called, quote, firefighter prophet, whatever that means, Mark Taylor, says that anyone who votes for the Democrats is, quote, supporting Satanism, pedophilia, abortion, human and child trafficking, and is committing, quote, spiritual treason punishable by spiritual death. You know, that might, your instinct might be to laugh at that, but I got to say, one thing that happens to me when I look at Joe Biden Immediately, what comes to mind is Satanism, pedophilia, abortion, human and child trafficking, spiritual treason, punishable by spiritual death. Immediately. Anyway, here's here's, uh, Mark Taylor. And hopefully, if I get my way, at the very end of this, there will be some other guy in a fucking fishing vest or a MAGA hat going like this when he's done. Yep. Human and child
0: trafficking. Pastors, churches, Christians that support Democrats are supporting Satanism, pedophilia, abortion human and child trafficking and the list goes on you are supporting the kingdom of darkness it is spiritual treason punishable by spiritual
2: death repent oh
1: repent wow i got that was even better that was even better than yep that fucking guy went oh oh like he was fucking Wow, this is this is a good one. This is like this is a particular strain of Trump. De- Trump is a defense of Trumpism that drives me up a fucking wall. Uh, and then after this, I'm gonna play one more. All right, uh, here's Mario Maria. Mario Murillo. I mean, the sickest name ever. It's a bummer that this guy has this name. I hate this guy, but he's got a cool name. Okay, uh, <clears throat> here he is. Talk about. Uh, well, you'll hear.
2: Oh, and you say, well, he's rough. His tweets are, are are really embarrassingly crude. You know, your problem is you never met anybody from New York City before. <laughs> I have. And I've loved preaching in New York. But I'm going to tell you for a fact. What this is about is the Democrat Party hates, look at me, hates Christianity.
1: By the way, when he says, look at me, he has the most dead dead-eye look in his, in, his, in his eyes. He says, look at me, and it's like looking at the eyes of a corpse. Hates the
2: Bible. Oh. Hates American history. Hates the foundations of our freedom. And if you don't know that, and any Christian that is saying that, I look at him and I go, I can't understand how you don't see that the person who hates you, you're supporting and the person who's trying to defend you, you're opposing. That is called, you have a mind that is so open that your brain's fell
1: up. Oh, and you- that's what that's what that's called. That is called, he clearly had no idea what he was going to say at the end. That is called, that is known as um, the world over as having... A uh, mind, br- a brain, a uh, skull that is opened and all of your brains are falling out is what that's known as. I had no fucking idea what he was going to say. Did you guys fucking uh, see that interview with Trump? The one, um, the one where he talks about just like even Laura Ingram is like, that sounds like a conspiracy theory. Can you tell me more about that? And he's like, I'll tell you later. So obviously caught him. So obviously fucking caught him in a uh, in a lie. You know. He's like. The Biden campaign is controlled by forces that we don't even see. We never even heard of these people and Biden, controlled, Biden is controlled by them. And Laura Ingram's like, that sounds like a conspiracy theory. Can you have more to tell me about that? And he's like, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you some other time. <laughs> Fucking the worst liar ever, you know? Um, oh, here's a, here's a good one. Again, these are the kinds of people who think Donald Trump is the antidote to the country's problems right now. After he's been president for four years, these are the things happening while he's president. And these people are the kind of people who think that he is the antidote to the things that are happening because of him. Okay, here we go. This is Elizabeth Farah.
2: To not vote. For Trump-Pence in this election either to vote for the other side or to stay at home. This is the equivalent. I want you to think of a scene of this lovely family, three or four kids, mom and dad and dad sitting in an easy chair and he's watching this game. And there are home invaders. Right outside the door, pounding down the door, they're going to break in and do violence, perhaps rape rape the wife, whatever they do to their property. Who cares? What happens to the children? Don't know. And the father wants to continue watching the game.
1: Wow, that that is not a good analogy. But again, these are the people who are voting for Donald Trump. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just got sent a, a bunch of fucking shit on Twitter. Um, this looks like a good one. And then I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys after that. Let's see. It's David. So is everybody. Not kidding. I truly believe that Donald Trump was sent by God. True. He's he's not perfect. He's a sinner. But if you read the Bible, so was Moses, so was David, so was everybody. Not kidding. Goddamn. It's really a testament to how people will just figure out a way to think what they want to think anyway. You know? That kind of justification. You know, I know he's a piece of shit, but I truly, truly believe God sent that piece of shit to be a major piece of shit uh, for the whole world and to make the world worse, um, and to make everybody fucking hate each other and, uh, to condone f- and fan the flames of violence. And, you know, I just think that God sent the guy to do all this shitty stuff. And, uh, because he's God, uh, he did it. And, uh, I think it's better that he did it. You know, you're just like, what? You'll just think anything. You'll just think anything. Congrats, dude. right, yeah, that's just a sampling of the kind of people who think that Donald Trump is the antidote to the sickness that Donald Trump created. I think it, it made its own case. I don't think I need to put a finer point on it. I think that's it. Uh... If all of that doesn't say, uh, eh, I'm going to vote for the other guy, actually. Even if the other guy is a fucking demented grandpa. I'm going to do it. And that's what I'm doing. Anyway. <sighs> fucking delete TikTok. Don't be gaslit. Stop hating on people. For being on fucking OnlyFans. And what else? Oh yeah. It is a non-fucking starter. When someone tries to tell you... Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense. He went... Into the fucking... Middle of the protest with an assault rifle from out of state he went there to fucking shoot somebody bye bye uh all right that uh concludes the episode for today um as i mentioned in the last episode Not only is there free shipping on orders of over $100 at the Matt D'Elia is confused merch store at MattD'Elia.com slash store, but we are now shipping to Canada. Many Canadians, all of whom I obviously love very much, have sent me pictures of them wearing my shit, uh, receipts of their orders because they're excited that they're coming. Canada, I love you. Europe, you're fucking next. Australia, you're next. All other places, you're next. Uh, Slowly but surely, going worldwide. Um, I love you all. Apparently, there's supposed to be a monster fucking heat wave. So if you didn't have enough of... If you didn't already have enough of a reason to stay home Because of the fucking pandemic. And just the fucking insane world out there. You got another reason to style because of the fucking heat wave all right uh try to remember as best you can to chill the fuck out try not to get too riled up by the shit that's in front of your eyeballs we were not designed to intake so much information try to relax try to take a deep breath as much as you can remember that all of the world's problems are not all your problem as well uh, and until next time, I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Okay.